0: Okay, maybe don't cough into the mic. Mic check. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, <laughs> so okay.
1: <laughs>
0: you have clipped. <laughs> so let's not do that.
1: <laughs> what, what's wrong with clipping?
0: Um, it's not good.
1: What happens? Okay, this doesn't sound good.
0: Yeah, basically, like it's more volume than Mm -hmm. the speaker can handle. So it just turns into a square wave, which is like (sighs) some nasty sound.
1: Yeah. If I keep my coughs less um, with a lower volume, then you can hear each of the melodic moments of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Basically what happens is like you know how a sound has like highs and lows mm-hmm. and you know it's a waveform. yeah it's like a very complicated sine wave basically what happens with a clip is it goes too high mm-hmm. and the peaks and valleys of that sound of that yeah. wave just flatten
1: they don't get recorded right but the result is what it just sounds like static
0: yeah it sounds like hot trash right
1: but so does just coughing into the mic at all
0: Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't recommend doing either, you know, except for, like, a gag at the beginning of (laughs) Breakfast with Your Friends, episode 10! Woo! Pancake noises. I mean, firework noises.
1: Pancake noises? Uh, The sound of, like, a pancake flipping. (laughs) Like, it goes, (laughs) (laughs) It's scraping the cast-iron can. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh i don't even like pancakes but i like the smell of them being made i
1: like the idea of pancakes but you're right i don't like them either yeah.
0: the idea but not the execution mm-hmm. theoretical pancakes are the best kind of pancakes right unless of course you're a listener who happens to enjoy pancakes in which case i will whore myself out in an instant and say they're the best thing on earth
1: you live to please the listener
0: yep that's true <laughs>
1: That's funny, and then like someone brings up a clip of a previous episode when we were berating listeners.
0: Yeah, right. it's like every other one, I think (laughs) at least three episodes, and we've only this is only our tenth. And I know that in like at least two or three of them, I'm like, I don't give a fuck.
1: You're just—it was just a like protective wall around your emotions. Like I don't care what you think of me. Yeah, right.
0: I'm actually very vulnerable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're like, I care what you think of me. Yeah, <laughs> I care so much. I care
0: too much. I care too
1: much. Please be gentle. I don't care at all. Translation, I care so much.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I mean, we're thrusting ourselves out into the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> it can be very, very, you can feel pretty exposed.
1: Yeah, the harsh light of day. Shines upon your idea on the the ground.
0: like, the nightshade of my psyche.
1: (laughs) Your idea on the sidewalk, melting. (laughs) Like so many ice cream cones. The the saddest ice cream. Yeah. Someone was like, can I get an ice cream? And finally, it's like, yeah, you can have one, like, scoop, Timmy. And Timmy's like, woo, and pushes it with his tongue to lick it too hard, plop right on the ground. Can I have another one? You cannot. That's
0: why you never side lick. You gotta go from the top down. Yeah. It looks phallic, but it's you won't get ice cream on the ground
1: that right. way. I mean, what do you value more? Your dignity or ice cream? <laughs> because.
0: There's just one answer here. But you can this have isn't, one or the other. Yeah. This isn't a trick question.
1: And Timmy's friends made fun of him anyway. They would have made fun of him for sucking ice cream dick, um... But they also made fun of him for not being able to eat an ice cream and losing it. Yeah. And now it's on the ground, melting.
0: So you know what? You're going to get pecked on either way. You might as well enjoy the ice cream.
1: To me, your friends don't like you. They're not your friends. They're horrible. <laughs> They're unsupportive.
0: Yeah, I get that you were clinging on to them, you know, as a way of, like, surviving your youth. But it's time to let go, Timmy. There but, are better people out there. Just go
1: online and meet some nice people on the yeah. internet. Or, like, go to a
0: book club or... <laughs> book
1: club you know, for, like, Pat the Bunny. Or whatever. Yeah. Pat the cat.
0: Pat the cat.
1: Yeah. Or whatever, like, little kids read. Oh, yeah. Book club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you go out, Timmy, into the world, that you're going to find that a lot of the f- people that you thought were friends as a child are going to, you're going to quickly realize that they weren't actually, like, great people. And you need to go out and find hobbies. You need, like, you need to forego friendship for uh, something that you have to something that interests you and when you find something like that you become an interesting person and people that you will love will start to find their way into your life
1: like when there's a little like nine-year-old boy like sitting under a tree like doing macrame and then all of a sudden someone's like this kid's really interesting let's hang out and then you form a deep friendship because it was what was within you that you cultivated your own self and you you drew interesting people to you. Meanwhile, your other stupid punk punk ass friends are off like playing ho- soccer horribly.
0: Oh yeah, they're so bad at soccer, Timmy. They're quit to, hanging out with them. They're trying
1: to play little league. Yeah, and they're they're never gonna win anything.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't even enjoy the game. I don't know if you've noticed, but Marsh, all they do is like talk shit at each other a
1: lot. They just want to chew chewing tobacco.
0: Yeah, it's not healthy, Timmy. They're get trying, out of there.
1: Get out of there. Yeah, it's toxic. <laughs> masculinity already and they're not even in puberty.
0: <laughs> they're like nine year old. I was imagining the whole time that I was talking to like someone who's like a freshman in college.
1: Who <laughs> can't eat ice cream cone. Yeah. His mom has to buy him ice cream. He doesn't have any money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's like, he's oh. on his college allowance.
1: <laughs> and that allowance has been spent and there's no room in the budget for ice cream cones.
0: Yeah. That's.
1: You <laughs> shouldn't have thrown out all those beer bottles. You should have taken them back. Gotten your five cents, gotten some ice cream.
0: So I would like to point out that, like, directly before this episode, we both agreed to not do a goofy bit in no, we the beginning. Didn't.
1: I didn't agree to that.
0: <laughs> okay, correction. Uh, Connie, you told me to not do a goofy bit in no, the beginning. I,
1: I requested that you not do a really esoteric bit that I had no way to follow and contribute to and just confused me.
0: I don't think I can abide by that
1: i'm sorry well you have jokes on you is you haven't done that (laughs) i'm on the same page with you with the timmy thing
0: okay 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 so i'm in the clear this time yeah
1: i'm on the same page i know what we're talking about. i thought
0: i was breaking code but i wasn't
1: you did not so yeah it worked out we have 10 episodes and we had thought that podcasts stop like the majority of podcasts stop producing episodes uh around like 9 and they never make it to 10 turns out that's actually 7 yeah so we're so we're like way past we're like 30 uh or like 45% past or yeah, something yeah
0: i'm not going to do percentages with the number 7 involved <laughs>
1: i'm <laughs> i i draw the line it's like a
0: bunch of dumb 16.6s or something like that
1: yeah yeah we don't have time for that the robots can do that for us yep the point is we are now an official podcast
0: yeah this is this is real we have merchandise it we is have, happening we have like occasionally one person will listen to us which is really good. actually we do have a following we've hit over a hundred downloads we have. too so mm-hmm. like
1: which for 10 for nine episodes is, <laughs> isn't amazing but it's okay it's
0: look okay. that's 10 each yeah like on the average yeah Although the trash can grabber is still getting more downloads than anything else. Interesting. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: I don't know why.
1: People like trash, I think.
0: Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they like grabbers. Maybe they think it's a um maybe they think it's like a murder mystery podcast. And, oh, here's a serial killer no one's ever heard of. The trash can grabber. Mm. And then they disappointingly realize that it's just, just ripping on Sesame Street.
1: Should we just turn this into a true crime podcast? Oh,
0: actually, I had a friend. Um, I shouldn't say that. I had a... Love, oh, fuck it. I had a friend. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> we're not really
1: friends, but we're friends. Yeah.
0: Well, no, I, I don't know like what the protocol is for being like, I know this person personally like when talking on a podcast someone i know on social media though did did ask if there were like true crime elements to our podcast and i said sure
1: we're truly committing a crime against comedy yeah <laughs> um
0: damn no like for like the listen- q a thing i think it'd oh, be cool if yeah. we could like you know if anyone wants to submit like
1: yeah
0: it doesn't have to be weird political or philosophical questions
1: Yeah, it could be other questions. Yeah. Um, We're here to help. Yeah. What was I going to say? So there's a few true crime elements. One true crime element is I listen to a true crime podcast, which is my favorite murder, which a lot of people listen to. I'm not not actually a true crime person. I'm not really like a murderino, as I say. I just like uh, my favorite murder. I like the hosts and they have a lot of content and I'm able to listen to it to fill the like resounding void in my life
0: yeah i mean murder is great for that
1: yeah and they just have a lot of content and they are like enjoyable to listen to and they're funny so i you know i like listening to it so that's a a true crime element to this podcast and another true crime element is we did discuss um crimes that we were jokingly going to commit such as um racketeering Mm, that's Um, true vis-a-vis threatening to burn your neighbor's um, apartments down unless they paid you money to not burn it down
0: yeah Uh, I did offer to do surgery without a license right
1: which is currently a crime
0: yeah Uh,
1: but in the good old days was not
0: unless we don't call it surgery what if we just call it body enhancement body work body work (laughs) yeah come to the body shop Brian's Body Shop Boutique.
1: You get, like, copyright infringement like from the Body Shop (laughs) letters.
0: Maybe we can call it the Body Boutique. Yeah. That way we could be, like, the BBB. Oh, shit, that's the Better Business Bureau. Looks like I'm going to be competing with them now.
1: (laughs) The Better Booty Boutique.
0: Yeah. I I will exclusively just do surgery on booties.
1: You're like the (laughs) people who do, like, botched... um, like butt enhancement surgery in like brazil
0: (laughs) one is lumpy
1: i think you're running a lot of risks when you're enhancing people's butts because like in order to make any kind of a visible difference you really have to put a lot of material under someone's skin in their butt and i feel like it's very uh easy to mess that up
0: well and here's the thing you not only have to do it right the first time but you also have to do it right the second time because there is a second cheek. Yeah. Like, n- you you kind of have to be a pro to do butt surgery. Yeah.
1: You can't just be like some schmuck off the street. Yeah, you can't be like,
0: here is my Picasso, which is probably <laughs> not the artist I should be doing for this, for the left cheek, and then just being like, well, all right, here's an Andy Warhol for the second one.
1: <laughs> if you go into... Um, A plastic surgeon's office Well first of all If it's in a basement apartment That's a problem It's a red flag (laughs) Second of all If you see like Prints on the wall Of Picasso That's another red flag A little bit (laughs) You want like Rembrandt You don't want
0: (laughs) Yeah Vermeer (laughs) Vermeer
1: You don't want Like Picasso Uh, You don't want well, Marilyn Monroe is pretty attractive, but you don't want some other Andy Warhol stuff such as uh the that piece. piece. Yeah, the oh piece where God. it was just like metal that was corroded by his friends peeing on it. Which is just <laughs> revolting. How did that
0: get into a museum? I I get like the whole yeah. like like that it's whole edgy. movement is like it's supposed to provoke discussions about what art mm-hmm. is
1: oh sure it's edgy when Andy Warhol pees on it and it's just like indecent exposure when I pee on it
0: yeah right why do I get kicked out of the museum yeah <laughs> you know what I it's almost worth never being allowed back into the MFA
1: as you're getting dragged out you're like it was worth it worth it
0: <laughs> I think it's behind glass for a good reason <laughs> yeah
1: you're not the first, and you're not going to be the last. I
0: cannot be. I wonder if I could angle it so I could get over the glass.
1: You end up just, like, peeing on yourself. It, like, falls back and hits well, you.
0: I mean, there's, like, the optimal 45-degree angle, right? Like, for, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. To get it as far as you can. mm
1: mm-hmm. um, Well, those <laughs> are red flags for your plastic and job. Other true crime elements to this podcast are... That we watched, Knives Out, last night. Oh, For the second time, we'd already seen it. Oh,
0: best movie. It's really good. It easily should have won all of its nominations, and it would have if Parasite hadn't come out in the same year.
1: Yeah. We were having the discussion which was best um, screenplay. Parasite won. Knives Out was nominated. I think it would have been fair to give it to Knives Out, but Parasite was best picture IMO. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Like, I would like I could see either one of them winning best screenplay and being like all right that that makes sense
1: this is an example of hashtag Connie jokes that we were hypothetically you know going over if we won like an academy award or if I won it I don't know what I'd win it for I'm not involved (laughs) in the entertainment industry other than you know this what you're currently listening to I don't they don't give Oscars for podcasts And uh, we probably wouldn't win one, one, but...
0: We'll get a streamy one day.
1: Yeah, and I was like, if I was called up there to, to give my acceptance speech, I would be like, I'd like to thank all my dead cats. And then I said that, and I just laughed so hard. And I still think that's like the funniest thing. And that's a Connie that's joke for you. And it's not a dad joke, as you'll see. No dad would say that shit. <laughs>
0: okay, I was going to call it a dad joke, but it really isn't. You like
1: to call everything dad jokes. No, I like
0: to call what you say dad jokes. You do. Because they it's not are... not accurate. It usually is accurate.
1: I don't think so. I think it's stuff that maybe doesn't always make sense. But it's not like anything that a dad would say. <laughs> these diapers are expensive am i right that's, that's a not a joke. dad joke that's <laughs> a jerry seinfeld as a dad joke. <laughs> what's up with diapers today yeah, right. they're so expensive that's not how jerry seinfeld Why sounds at all
0: diapers be like people <laughs> that's... That's... i can't do jerry seinfeld neither of us can <laughs> this is this is the theme of our podcast now is bad jerry seinfeld impressions <laughs> So, I was eating cereal and I paid for it at a cafe. And then my friend comes in and says, Jerry, there's a thing going on outside. And I go, What's going on outside? I got cereal. Can't you see?
1: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld's like, No.
0: (laughs) I don't want to go outside if I'm eating cereal.
1: (laughs) Do you ever get on an airplane? And there's a diaper in your seat.
2: <laughs>
0: What's with people f- not throwing out their diapers? Okay, I'm done. I'm <laughs> actually never done. <laughs> I'm con- it's not really Jerry Seinfeld. It's more like like Barry Reinfeld or something. Like that's how bad my <laughs> impression is.
1: There was a um, who was that? There was a comic on. <clears> the <throat> netflix special that was like on your tv a week or two ago and it started playing because it's on that like autoplay and the guy was like his bit was basically like i like you know people say they love their like dogs so much and i love my dogs too but like i love my children more like if if my dog ever attacked my child I would immediately drown the dog. Oh, yeah. It was, like,
0: set up to be, like, really funny, and it just wasn't.
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's just you saying that you really don't, like, you would brutally murder your dog if it hurt your kid, which, I mean, I can understand that, I guess, although it's a little bit... It's a little macabre. It's a little macabre, and it's a little um, unfair. I mean, I'm not saying you should uh, let your kids be killed by your dog, but, I mean... You know, come on. Right. Like, you could also give your dog another home. But here's, the you don't need to it's like n- fucking murder it under. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like not even an not atypical reaction.
1: No, and it's not a joke. And I don't know who that was, but it was like a fairly big. I don't
0: remember big. it. Like his name isn't worth spreading. Yeah, it
1: was some dude who doesn't have. I don't know. He wouldn't think Connie jokes are funny, but I don't think his jokes are funny either. So there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had the most indignant <laughs> look on your face for
1: that. We can just agree to disagree, bro. You're
0: like, I am right, and there's nothing you can say
1: about it. You might be a working comic, and you might be on Netflix, but your joke isn't very funny, and you have kids, so <laughs> your life
0: sucks. Joke's on you. Joke's
1: on you. <laughs> um, We... Watched Tom Segura. Speaking of comics, oh, and like I think I thought Tom Segura wasn't going to be funny because he looks like Burt Kreischer a little bit in a way that this like so
0: unfortunate.
1: It's basically like people, guy, men who are white from America in their, I believe, early early forties, late thirties, early forties, yeah. who are like thirty to forty pounds overweight and who have dark hair and beards
0: yeah and like don't get me wrong I like I respect Burt Kreischer like he's his comedy's definitely not for me but I get why
1: people think he's funny
0: sometimes he's funny yeah like yeah. he's still kind of funny but yeah. oh my god Tom Segura
1: Burt Kreischer has like from just debate the, the one show I saw of his has like a mean streak towards his like family that isn't Funny and i'm yeah I, I'm f- all for making fun of children and possibly even your wife a little bit, but I don't know, it's just it has a like sort of a misogynistic type like edge to it that is like not funny, yeah,
0: and like I know that like there's like. So there's actually a really good th- thing here that I want, like, I, has been on my mind. And it's like, okay, Burt Kreischer is probably, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he is just joking around.
1: Right, which he probably is, yeah. to, to a large degree.
0: Like, you know, to a, I mean, he could always like Louis C.K. it and just tell the truth about his life.
1: <laughs> and giggle. You and know. then people are like, that's funny. And he's like, no, I was doing that. Yeah. And I was wildly successful. comic when i yeah
0: but let's assume burt kreischer isn't like that right right but like you know it's definitely not something other people like it's not in the mode Mm -hmm. and like if your job as a comedian is to make people laugh and you're making kind of like shitty comments like it's almost like you're just not doing your job
1: yeah or it's like I don't know, like, the fact that you might not be attracted to your wife anymore isn't really funny to me. Like, I don't really yeah. care one way or the other. It's none of my business, but it's not inherently funny. Yeah,
0: it's like, well, also, he has targeted. no room to talk.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> the <laughs> other thing, I think it's just that he had been a frat-type boy, yeah. and you can only even, you can be a frat boy and then and have more to you than that, but it's hard to, t- to totally ring the frat boyness out of somebody.
0: Yeah, it's like a stain on a white shirt. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's shirtless. <laughs> he's like
1: <laughs> I could never get this this pit stain out.
0: <laughs> Please wash away my sin. <laughs>
1: um, no. but Tom Segura was was really funny and it sent there's one thing he said um about like a movie too that sent you into like a complete Giggle fit. Oh my god! I don't want like, to reenact the joke. No, like, we can't. It's, it's too long and complicated, and we would. And not it's be able it to would not it. be funny. No, and it's never.
0: But the thing that I noticed with him is that he's actually like there's nuance in his jokes yeah. that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, and it's with like that particular thing where he's in a theater and like he builds up the joke in such a way that there's a cult like there are multiple callbacks within the joke yeah it's almost like it's too good to be said out loud like it's one of those things that probably would make more it would probably be funnier if it was written out Mm -hmm. but it's it was like in my it was such like an ingenious yeah development
1: i think the best jokes are making fun of everyone involved including yourself At the same time. And that's what his was doing.
0: Yeah. Like, he is definitely, he knows who he is. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, we endorse, this podcast endorses Tom Segura. And he also seems nice, but I don't know if he is or not.
0: Yeah. Unless we find out later he's like a pedophile or something, then we're going to take our love for him back. Well,
1: anyone could be a pedophile. You just never know. Yeah. I mean, we certainly don't endorse illegal Abusive behavior. <laughs> we endorse illegal surgeries. <laughs> yeah, well, well, they're of. not
0: illegal. They're just out right. of the cultural norm.
1: <laughs> the uh, better booty body shop.
0: Better booty bureau. body shop. Brian's <laughs> better booty body shop bureau. b b b b I didn't clip, thank God. I got
1: it. (laughs) Ink Incorporated. Uh. You can't say the name of your business while you're laughing. It doesn't work. You have to relax. Yeah. (laughs) Ink.
0: That that was more of a P. We'll workshop that.
1: Ink. Other things that we were going to talk about included Domino's pizza, which we did eat recently.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So you've eaten it recently. I ate one piece. I've eaten it in excess. Uh, I had an incident with Domino's where they like delivered something several hours late.
1: It's just too many hours late.
0: It Like one hour is too many hours late. At that late. point,
1: you are probably like passed out on the floor near the door hoping that like you'd be conscious when they actually left it enough to crawl out and grab it and shove some into your mouth
0: no, the word no like i'd switched and i like polished off like a bag of Cheez it's mm-hmm. so i wasn't even hungry by the time it got here like,
1: take it back
0: and it was cold mm-hmm. and just it was very sad
1: <laughs> a forgotten pizza in the back of a, a car for three hours will do that to the pizza
0: yeah so they gave me a coupon. It was like 20% off my next order. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Challenge accepted. Yep. And then I got it in my head that I'm going to buy several pizzas and put them in the freezer. Uh, so I did. I spent way too much money on Domino's.
1: Even with your discount?
0: Uh, Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't $100, but it was up there. I
1: thought you just got two pizzas.
0: Uh, I got two. I had... I, I've ordered things other than pizza okay. that I also polished off, like breadsticks and mm-hmm. like chicken and all that. Mm-hmm. Sandwiches. And they're all gone. Mm. You've, you see the remnants of
2: <laughs>
0: that horrid order. Um, because instead of putting it in the freezer, I decided to eat it over the course <laughs> of a week.
1: Put the order back in ordeal. It doesn't make sense.
0: It was... So much food. Yeah. And now my sweat smells like Domino's pizza. And I took a shower and got out of the shower and I could still smell Domino's.
1: People are like, you work at Domino's? You're like, no. Why do you ask?
2: And (laughs)
0: like, I cannot shake it. Like, things have lost their flavor. I had an M&M and it's like... Tastes like Domino's. It tasted a little like garlic and their red sauce.
1: Garlic by itself... If you eat too much of it, will make everything taste like garlic for days. I've done it. I've yeah. eaten, like, cloves of garlic before when I was getting sick, and I think it might help you not get sick because it does have some really good compounds in it, but it's, it's rough. I don't even care if, like, my breath smells so much as, like, I don't want everything I eat to taste like garlic, but it does.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, there's that awesome thing where if you put, like, a clove of garlic on your foot... You'll taste it
1: oh, after did, a while. I ever did that. Where yeah. on your foot on the bottom.
0: Uh, anywhere, hmm. like it can, like it's just on your skin. It hmm. absorbs, like the like it absorbs into your body.
1: It Doesn't have to be your foot. It could be your leg or something.
0: Yeah, it could be like anything that's like hmm. skin.
1: Interesting. I wonder if you get any of the health benefits from doing that.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I know you get stinky. <laughs>
1: I, I hope you get the health benefits of it then. Yeah, garlic is awesome though. It is so good. And so if you have a garlic clove, then it'll grow like a garlic flower at the top. And I remember my parents had those. And I ate the little like seeds, I guess, or like the little like bits in the flowers at the top. Like you could pull one out and peel it. And those also taste like garlic. So it's like double garlic.
0: So like the whole thing just tastes like garlic?
1: Yeah. There's little chunks of like plant matter in the top part of a garlic A uh, plant, and those are good too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I didn't die; like, they weren't like poisonous or anything like that. So I wonder
0: if they're used in any type of yeah. ingredient, like recipe or something.
1: Yeah, probably like f- fancy recipes that have like morel mushrooms in them <laughs> and truffles.
0: So, I like. I've I I feel like I've learned a very bitter lesson with this Domino's experience. Mm-hmm and it is that i should be focusing a bit more on myself and maybe not ordering pizzas like it's the end times <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes it's a strange like either or but i think that would be the better way to go yeah well I- you were were you focusing more on like getting one over on dominos or like making up for what they'd done By ordering a huge amount of stuff, it wasn't
0: really spiteful. It was more of a, like, I want to take advantage of this. Yeah. And, like, this seems like the most pragmatic Mm -hmm. way to, because, to, to, like, do it. Mm -hmm. Because I could order a pizza and save, like, a few bucks, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't seem like, like, I'd be getting the most out of this opportunity.
1: You know, I think your whole idea wasn't a bad one I think where you might have gone wrong was then you ate too much dominoes too fast like you the idea to freeze it was good but then you didn't eat it over the course of the next several weeks yeah. little by little you ate it like mostly all in the like three days
0: yeah the violent diarrhea didn't help either <laughs> caused by it caused by it <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm now understanding why you had that (laughs) it's all kind of coming together (laughs) i think (laughs) i found out about the what you had done as far as dominoes days after i found out about your issues with the diarrhea and now i'm like i don't think you were ready to admit at the time that you had those issues honestly the reason for it
0: you can understand why talking about my diarrhea is less embarrassing than talking about <laughs> my eating habits about what caused it yeah. yeah
1: it's like the only thing more embarrassing than diarrhea is what caused your diarrhea <laughs> pretty much sometimes sometimes it. often
0: this was one of those moments yeah because it's like oh like i went to the restaurant and had funny tasting spaghetti and now i'm poopy like that's like you know that's a whole story
1: yeah, but this it has is the beginning, a middle, and an end. <laughs> this
0: like began in Medius Race.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it just reminded me of Naomi Ekperigin's bit about like keeping making appointments to go to a nutritionist uh, and canceling them because she's like, "Well, they always want you to write down what you eat for a week before you go," and I get one or two days into that, and I'm like oh i see Mm -hmm. (laughs) i see i'm gonna go to the nutritionist they're just gonna be like do you see
0: (laughs) yeah oh my god (laughs) and like so i think one of my big goals now and i'm i'm really proud of myself right so this is going to be like brian bragg's hour (laughs) where i talk about how like my life has completely turned around in the last five months um So I have quit smoking Yay And I have paid off all of my credit cards Yay And now I need a new goal And I think it's going to be like weight control Mm -hmm. And just general health Like nutritional based health Yeah So you know no more like multiple pizzas a week Mm -hmm. Um
1: yeah like less ordering out from fast food restaurants less yeah. McDonald's less Burger King less Taco Bell
0: well and like it's such like an it is a pretty abstract goal right because i do have like a weight target that i'd like to reach mm-hmm. and i also have you know like a health target that i'd like to reach
1: health meaning like fit physical fitness
0: yeah um, more like like cholesterol ingestion oh.
1: more <laughs> like blood work numbers yeah blood work numbers <laughs> yeah
0: um and but like i I'm basically saying getting healthy isn't a really good goal and this is actually something i learned as a consultant like we had a big like training about this back like t- seven years ago or whatever mm-hmm. like you need to like when you make a goal for yourself, you have to have like definable objectives within that goal. Mm-hmm. So something like, I would like to become healthy is just a shitty goal. Mm-hmm. So I need to break that down into more manageable things. Which is like, okay, I want to lose weight and I want to get fit. But that those are still bad goals.
1: Right. I mean, losing weight is easier to quantify. You can pick a weight. You know to be at
0: right. Well, even something like let's say I want my let's say my target weight's two hundred pounds or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it actually is, but let's say it's like even saying like I would like to lose or I would like my weight to be two hundred pounds is it's like a bit better, Mm -hmm. but you're not hitting like the mark in terms of what you're supposed to be doing, like goal wise. Because, like, you're not, like, at that point, then, you need to, like, in order to make it, like, an actual clear-cut thing, you need to be, like, okay, I need to do, if I do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. that will create a pathway that will make, that will, like, lower my weight. Yeah. So, like, I need to learn how to cook. I, I think that's gonna be one of my goals, is I wanna cook for my, dinner for myself, like, five nights a week. hmm and I'd like to learn more about nutrition.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, so like, I, I'm trying to build up this like little cloud of ancillary like objectives for myself that will hopefully change my lifestyle enough where it like just works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: It does make sense. And I get the idea that you don't want it to be just a vague goal of like getting healthier. You want to make it more you know they'll i hate the acronym but they'll be like smart you know specific measurable achievable realistic and time bound you know blah blah but so i you know i see wanting to do that but then what's um interesting about it is then from there in order to how would you get to that you then branch back out into just general things to do help to be healthy so in a way you could have just said I want to be healthier and here's ways I can be healthier. Let me just work towards them. And you don't need to get to your like smart consultant goal either. right? But, but it's, it's, you know, not bad to, I think just attack it with whatever, um, methods you have available because it is like lifestyle, you know, changes that are involved, um, and change is hard. So you come at it from a bunch of different ways. And if you can succeed in some of those ways, that's good. Yeah. Or all.
0: And it's amazing what kind of like how nebulous health is as Mm -hmm. a concept and how much is both. Well, depending on how you like how you want to angle it, how much is wrong and how much is right with your health.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like, because I don't think anyone is like perfectly healthy. Like, there are always certain things like, oh, yeah, this person like eats right and exercises and like has good mental health, but they sleep for five hours a night like there's always like it's just such a clusterfuck of problems that yeah. like even attacking a couple of them can help with everything else
1: yeah that's true it can help your like one attacking one of them can all of a sudden fix another one too i feel like yeah um i think they say for like dieting and nutritional change a lot of the time is to add things in Instead of taking them out, so you know it's not okay. You can't eat Taco Bell anymore. It's saying, <laughs> although you could say, you could just say, "Don't eat Taco Bell anymore."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I think that one's safe to omit. <laughs>
1: yeah, but then you, people are like, "No, I feel deprived. I'm going to eat like more Taco Bell to spite you." But they, not me, but whoever is telling them that or themselves, you know. Yeah. But they could they could snap back, but then people would say don't take anything out don't stop ordering Domino's. if you want it whatever order it just you have to eat like one salad every day that's all and you like salad so you eat a salad every day and then the thing is when you eat like those things you add stuff in then you don't want as much of the other stuff like if you eat like three pieces of fruit suddenly you're not hungry for like that fourth burrito the fourth burrito yeah you don't <laughs> have no more room in the <laughs> <laughs> the fourth burrito has nowhere to go yeah because there's, there's a... apples in there
0: like, it definitely, there's a certain, like, and I think this, like, I feel like I've been on this journey of self-improvement now
2: mm-hmm.
0: since, you know, what's funny is I didn't make a New Year's resolution, but I wound up like, this is like the first year I've been like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not resolving to do shit. Mm-hmm. And I've like wound up doing more for myself.
1: What did you res- resolve to do last year?
0: Uh, Probably lose weight. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow we did that not work?
1: <laughs> New Years resolution not achieved,
0: <laughs> so like I've foregone that, and like I should have known better uh because resolutions never work. I think you put too much pressure on yourself mm-hmm. like for some like arbitrary goal post, yeah, but I've been on this kick of like uh just trying to take all of this information on self-improvement and actually putting it to use this year mm-hmm. and I think it's culminated with I actually so uh, and I know you know this like I've actually I've, I'm in the middle of reading eat pray love mm-hmm. which really puts it all together in a way that I wasn't quite expecting mm-hmm. Um. so full disclosure disclosure
1: discloser. God. It's almighty. like that's like a discloser is
0: one who discloses
1: that and also one who is like always be closing.
0: Oh always be closing. It's like a real estate Oh like yeah, it's an discloser. And
1: always be closing real estate agent um letting you know that there's mold in the basement. I
0: prefer debt closer to discloser.
1: Debt closer? Yeah. <laughs> Full debt closer.
0: See that's 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 a dad joke right there. What is Disclosure. closer, that closer. Ugh. Anyway.
1: With a joke like that, you deserve to have children. I'm sorry, that's mean. <laughs> I went too far. That,
0: <laughs> that is evoking, like, inner dad energy. Uh, <laughs> no, Get so, off my
1: lawn. Sorry. Damn
0: it, Bobby. Yeah. I told you not to inhale propane.
1: Or propane accessories.
0: <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> just inhale the
1: accessories.
0: <laughs> You know
1: Bobby would do that. Oh, yeah. Dad.
0: (laughs) I I don't know. Okay. No, I want to talk about this. This is really exciting. (laughs) So, full disclosure, I was one of those people that used to shit on Eat, Pray, Love. Other full disclosure, I'd never read it. I got on the hype train of not knowing what Elizabeth Gilbert was talking about.
1: But deciding you hated it?
0: Yeah, deciding it was like new age or like I don't know. It was like the last vestiges of my like teenage years when I watched Fox News like coming mm-hmm. out to haunt me.
1: A lot of people, um, didn't like or criticize that book who weren't like explicitly from the right. Like I don't think it was a political attack you know what I mean like a fox type attack even though she was it I don't know no I, I
0: mean it wasn't explicitly that but I, I think it's safe to say that like the vast majority of like the alt-right do not like that book
1: yeah but a lot of people who aren't in the alt-right also don't like it for no great reasons I think a lot of it's honestly like misogyny and I'm not saying you can't criticize the book or Elizabeth Gilbert's writing if you don't like it. it's not like it's beyond rep- you know critique or anything i mean no one is but there's nothing like it's not it's a good book i mean i just i just ear read it slash listen to the audio book <laughs> Ear read. yeah that's so that's why i'm done with it because it, it was audiobook yeah um she reads it well too i think yeah um
0: it, the book is fantastic yeah
1: and i mean obviously it's not like the solution to everything ever and it, it's only one person's perspective and it's not like you know The authoritative, you know, discussion on Italy or India or Bali or yoga or, you know, Balinese culture or anything like that. It's just, it's just as good as any other book that's going to come out. And, you know, it's it's far less problematic than most shit in the canon. You know what I mean? Like to say like, oh, you know, she's just this like white woman, right? She is, but all the fucking canon in english literature is like 10 times worse so if you have a problem with that which you can don't forget that pretty much every other thing that you're you've ever read is probably even worse than that you know
0: yeah and like like so i'm hesitant to compare it to like canonical works because it hasn't hit that point in history no
1: not that it is canonical but i'm just saying like To say, like, her stuff is problematic, I mean, it may be. It's not, like, perfect, but... See,
0: I'm not getting, like, the vibe that people call it problematic. I, like, it, to me, screamed of... And this is my own personal experience with it, is I thought it was a self-help book. Because it's been marketed as a self-help book in some sense. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I don't think she's saying that you should follow her thing it's just sort of what she did
0: and that's like the big misconception is it's not a self i mean you can use it as that but it's it's a memoir more than anything Mm -hmm. and like it's way more insightful than any self-help book that i've ever like had the sad satisfaction of reading Mm -hmm. because they all wind up saying the same thing but she's not she's not promising snake oil to anyone
1: yeah she's just it's just it is a memoir i didn't realize that people thought it was a self-help book Uh, i I
0: think that's the conception is that like at least like the haters of it think it's a like think people think it's a self-help book
1: oh right i I don't think um there's anything wrong with self-help books either i mean not everyone's gonna want to read them but don't read it if you don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well, I like so the contention with self help is that they wind up a, a lot of them saying similar stuff to every other one, and mm-hmm. like that they, they can be helpful. Like yeah. I'm like if like you're at a particular point when you need to hear what is in a self help book, I'm sure it's like, well, I mean, if it's helping, then
1: mm-hmm. I think <laughs> they do. A lot of them say the same thing. Not all, though. I mean, there's different perspectives. But so do most nutrition books. So do most um, doctors (laughs) will say the same thing to you. You know? Yeah. So do most of any anything pretty much there's certain kinds of things that are like accepted in various fields as being the gold standard of like ways you should act and behave you know most management books would probably say the same shit too yeah it's
0: like at some point and i feel like it's one of those old zen parables where like you can keep asking the master where the moon is Mm -hmm. and they'll keep pointing but as long as you keep staring at their finger you're never going to see the moon
1: i never heard that but yeah the master's like my fucking god these people don't understand what pointing is (laughs) it's not my they never ain't you ever seen pointing before
2: (laughs) yeah
0: right for real
1: no no one ever gestured towards something (laughs) google it
0: yeah so like i like i think a lot of like like i know at least one person who's gotten stuck in that like the the quagmire of like kind of getting addicted to self-help books Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so it was like read one well that didn't do it let's read another oh i think this one works let's reinforce it and read another Mm -hmm. and like sooner or later like i think like 15 books were like on his desk at one point Mm -hmm. it's like is it really helping buddy yeah (laughs) you keep reading them
1: (laughs) but you don't seem improved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although some people, I don't know, they just aren't ready to change, but they want to read. So, yeah, I think, I think it doesn't really do too much harm. You know, I actually watched, you know, Tony Robbins, you know who that is? Oh, no. he's, he's a kind of a self-help person. He's kind of controversial um i watched i'm not your guru on netflix which is like a sort of a special that was made about him it wasn't it was fair i feel like towards him it wasn't like super just flattery of him but it wasn't really criticizing him either you know it was just sort of showing because he does these like retreat type things that are very expensive like five thousand dollars each and and they're like 12 hours a day for like five days and it's you know trying to like i guess achieve your you know, full potential. It's not for me. Like the the vibe of it. First of all, five thousand dollars is far too much for me to spend most likely on a retreat. And then the other thing is there's a little too much dancing and like pop music that's involved and like it's a little salesy kind of like of a vibe. Yeah. But And I think he's criticized for being a little bit of a snake oil type person, but some of the stuff he was saying in the individual, like, um, workshops with people or when they'd stand up in front of the room and he would talk to them, he's he's a good, um, he's very, like, good at kind of helping people one-on-one I think like he could pretty quickly read them and kind of got to what they were really struggling with and and provided some help to people
0: now is he doing that in front of other people yeah because that like screams to me of like the southern baptist congregations where they'll come up with a problem Mm -hmm. and I wonder if there's something like inherently useful about confronting your problems in front of a crowd
1: maybe or I wasn't really familiar with the Southern Baptist type thing. Um, I could see it being off putting and I'm sure some people don't volunteer for it, um, because they don't want him to talk to them in front of like thousands of other people. But on the other hand, the people who do volunteer, you know, don't mind it, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Yeah, so I wouldn't do it, but even even he who is a little bit cheesy <laughs> and kind of c- critiqued, I think for his business model and things like that. There's some there, there, you know, to yeah. it. anyway, like,
0: it's, yeah, it's an, it's interesting to me. I like, I don't uh-huh. know if I would ever prescribe to going to an event like that. Yeah. Because like, I feel like anything he had to tell me, he could tell me in like a paragraph.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or maybe a book.
1: I don't know if I would for several reasons. I think the people there are a little too optimistic for me.
0: (laughs) And they are too damn happy.
1: Yeah. And they're a little too, he says, I'm not your guru. And he's, it's not like he's trying to get all these people to like, love him himself like I don't think as his ego I think it's more just like his business and stuff but yeah he I think that people do like they look at him as like this sort of see savior a little bit to uh, me
0: that seems really like a little coy of him being yeah. like I'm not your guru yeah. wink
1: yeah um
0: like he knows that people are like following him that way right like he must if he's having these congregations.
1: Yeah, I don't know what he means by that. Maybe he means just like I'm teaching you something now, but you're you don't have to go to another one of these necessarily. Okay. Me, I don't really know what he's he's getting at. It would be interesting if, if you saw it and see what you, to see what you think of it. Um, oh, maybe I'll thing, have
0: homework for next time.
1: Yeah. One thing that I did not notice during his um during the filming of it. With some of the stuff they were doing in the um, large convention hall beforehand, like you know, kind of like pop music and people are dancing and, and jumping around, and then some stuff that he was doing on his like estate, like waving his arms. He's basically doing Kundalini yoga, um, Kriyas kind of or like, um, practices kind of a little, and he's not like attributing that, I don't think, or maybe, and <laughs> maybe, I mean, it's okay, I guess it's not like you have to, but it might be worth if he were to say to people like what we just did is you know like an exercise from kundalini yoga and right. that's what it was doing and you could look into this genre of yoga if that helped you and you could probably do more of this on your own
0: he sounds like a problematic case that i'd be interested in reading more yeah. about i wonder if like honestly i wonder if behind the bastards has done an episode on him
1: maybe yeah
0: because but, he it, he seems like he might be in that like shade of mm-hmm.
1: just a little off. I think it's kind of like that. Yeah, like, yeah. something kind of sits a little bit off, but it's also because he's a little bit of a cheesy person,
0: yeah. which is a shame because like it's so weird with these types mm-hmm. where they can be genuinely helpful while at the same time engaging in pretty shady business practices.
1: And I mean, you could argue, like, in some ways it's, I would say it's not shady in the sense of, like, people know what they're getting. Like, it's promised to be transformational. Maybe not everyone it does feel that way, but you, you're getting essentially, you know, five days of, like, workshops that are 12 hours each that you're working on these kinds of things, you know, at this location, and this is how much it costs, and it's not like you know like a cruise ship where all of a sudden there's all these extra fees tacked on that i could tell from the documentary i mean it's kind of like here's what's being offered you know here's what you would get here's what you have to pay for it and then people right. kind of make their decision it's not like he's saying oh give me all like the deed to your house now you're in a cult <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's yeah a business
0: it's certainly not a cult
2: thing yeah it's
1: a business thing it's not like kenneth Reniere from nixium who's like this is a Business like coaching, self improvement things. Let's Just kidding, it's a call, and I'm gonna brand you with my initials because I'm and kinda... and
0: my girlfriend's initials, yeah, Or wife,
1: Kenneth or Keith Ranieri, I don't know, whatever. Keith Ranieri, Keith, yeah.
0: But like, it was his like weird dom girlfriend that helped run the business. Mm-hmm. It Who was, was like an actress. Yeah. I think
1: she. I think she was on. Oh yeah, some Wasn't kind she... of show, and now she's in prison.
0: Yeah, she was on Smallville. Smallville, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Da-dun-dun-dun-dun.
1: Local uh, pyramid scheme cult, Nixium.
0: Yay. It's great living in upstate New York.
1: (laughs) Home of Nixium. Yay. By the way, Nixium's headquartered in this place called Clifton Park, which is not where we are. And I don't like Clifton Park. And here's another here's a here's a reason because it's the kind of place that would foment Nixium. And there's that's... a lot of other reasons. There's also a bunch of SUVs and people who don't want to pay to pay taxes.
0: Yeah, that's what...
1: and that's Clifton Park. <laughs> Nixium, anti-tax, my Re- Republican SUVs.
0: My one experience with Clifton Park is I had to go there. I was told I had to go there to get fitted for a suit for a wedding. And when I got to the, the, uh, the, the, the tuxedo place, I got a text message saying it was in a different town. <laughs> That's my one experience with Clifton Park. It soured my opinion of the whole town and it had nothing to do with the place.
1: I will say, you know, fair is fair. That was the fault of your friend who yeah, no, straight was, that, told you the wrong thing.
0: Yeah. No, that was absolutely his fault. Yeah. And I continue to pick on him for it to this day yeah. because he deserves it.
1: Yeah. It's a little flaky.
0: It's very flaky. Yeah. Like when, so to give like the listener a bit more disclosure, the the town that the tuxedo place was actually at was about thirty miles away.
1: Yeah, and at like thirty rush hour miles. Oh my god! It at rush with hour, the
0: appointment was at five thirty. Yeah, I decided to leave to get there early, and then I wound up getting there ten minutes late because of.
1: 10 minutes late it, to the... The actual place. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. Huh.
1: Uh,
0: so it goes.
1: Yep. Check the, the zip codes, people.
0: Yeah, right. Before Check you, the zip codes. This is a PSA. Like, especially if you live in a place. But anyway, long, long tangent aside, uh, Eat, Pray, Love is really good. It and is, it explores... It was really good. You know, for anyone who hasn't read it, I I think it's a great exploration into, like, what can go wrong in how you think about the world and, like, the ways in which you can scram... Like, you can climb out of a hole that you've dug for yourself in, like, a mental sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one thing about that book that wasn't as inspiring for me was that she mentions how good she is at like making friends different places (laughs) and i'm like well i'm not at all i'm like the opposite of that i'm good at not oh
0: you think you are you you make good friends
1: it's not to say that people all hate me or i don't have any friends it's just like if i'm gonna go on a trip i'm not gonna like start chit-chatting with somebody a rando and then be friends with them like if i went to italy i would probably make no friends there right (laughs) i would not that everyone in italy would hate me it's just that like i wouldn't interact with them right very much
0: well she says that but she also only has like two friends that she makes there Mm -hmm. in many months
1: no i thought she had a lot more she had a
0: like there was well she was in that class
1: yeah she met like a swedish one then she met her like um language partner
0: right and i think that's it it's the swedish lady and her like english she, partner and she met this
1: other is that this other couple too oh
0: that's right yeah and that's never explained is it
1: and then she met but then she's always chatting with like people in the shops too
2: yeah i mean yeah. She's like she's
1: like friendly and outgoing basically that's fine but i'm like i would not have that same experience right like, don't look at me look at me don't look at me
0: right but i don't think it's like I don't think the socialization is, like, the takeaway from that. Right. So, oh, it's such a good book. If you find yourself in need of, like, a little spiritual fulfillment or whatever. Yeah.
1: And also, it tells you, don't have kids with your stupid, money-grubbing, narcissistic husband. Leave that motherfucker.
0: Her ex was so insufferable.
1: He's like... I don't want just all your money. I want all of your money in the future. I want half your book rights. Yeah. Why? Because you were so inspiring? Yeah. I mean, or were you so amused? Tired. Yeah. You were just like a dumbass, basically. And he's like, you don't. He's if, like, well, you can't leave this marriage. Like, come on, man. You want to be married to somebody who doesn't want to be married to you? Like, is the- that. is that gonna be good
0: it's gonna just be bad for everyone yeah
1: that's just no good
0: like you're not gonna have a good time either buddy and also fuck him he seems like super lazy if like he wants half her royalties in the divorce like no like half like the men's rights activists out there complain that Mm-hmm. quote unquote women take everything and mm-hmm. la da and here's this guy doing the same exact shit
1: mm-hmm. well a lot of times that in the past women have been awarded money was because they stayed home to raise kids yeah which would have cost a lot if those kids were in school and now they don't have like a career and so now they need to be supported because of the work they put in well they didn't have kids which is part of the reason they got divorced And because he wanted her to have kids and she's like, no. And he had, there's no, nothing was telling him to stay home. He probably was working the whole time. So
0: I really, I expect like, to me, my mental image of him was never worked. Right. Stayed on the couch, like drinking Natty ice. Right. And like being a general (laughs) dick to Elizabeth.
1: Probably. Yeah. That's, I mean, who knows? But if he did that, that would be all the more reason for him to not get uh, money because she supported his ambition during the, those years to get a degree in drinking natty ice. That that sick know. natty ice. He was probably working. There was, um, I think, he wrote a book later about his side of the story, but I don't think it did as well because <laughs> he's not well, a no writer.
0: One, well, no one cares about <laughs> yeah, like uh, that. Yeah. Like it's like great job, Blanco Nino. Like. <laughs>
1: Blanco Nino? Yeah. Oh. What are you saying, white boy? Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Like, no one cares. Like, that that book wasn't about, like, Eat, Pray, Love's not about you. You're just, like, you're the... When people talk about Olympic swimmers, they don't write books about the jumping board.
1: (laughs) Burn. (laughs) Sick. Burn. (laughs) Burn. all the water yeah <laughs> the, the thing they push off of when they die yeah those little like starting blocks yeah Michael Phelps book that he wrote with a ghost writer yeah, called like call it like the, the orange starting, block the starting block Michael Phelps yeah <laughs> the starting block colon one man's journey through a pool yeah and Michael it's Phelps.
0: just about that block yeah like the whole fucking thing it's, no fuck that
1: it just talks about how it tasted how it smelled how it felt
0: (laughs) how michael phelps felt inadequate with him around
1: (laughs) how it led to michael phelps experimenting with marijuana yeah (laughs) i
0: feel like this block is holding me back i need something to free my mind
1: the block pushing like purple haze on him (laughs) if that is even a type of weed i don't know um yeah, You Pray Love is good, and I know you want to wrap up, but I'm trying to think of something else I might want to have said about You Pray Love. Oh, oh yeah. what I wanted to say was, she, and she says in there how bad it is to get divorced in New York State. New York State's changed its um divorce laws since then. It was the last state in the entire country to get no fault divorce so you had to at the time that she was getting her divorce and up until i think like 2010 or 11 it was it wow, was very it that recent yeah it was very recent that um you could only get a divorce by kind of alleging like adultery or like mental or emotional like neglect or whatever i don't know what the terms were anymore and you know, i'd have to look it up Um, what it used to be but you had to kind of basically say like that the other person had failed to do something like fairly significant you know in the marriage and that's why you wanted out you couldn't just be like we just don't get along anymore we want to get divorced you know the no fault type divorce oh oh, that's
0: interesting so like from a contractual standpoint it's like you had to find a like something where your spouse was breaking the terms of the agreement
2: of the marriage there
1: was only certain um grounds for petitioning for divorce and they were like ones you had to talk kind of shit about your spouse you know in them and i'm sure there's some marriages that broke up for those reasons but there's so many different other reasons that you might not want to be married to somebody anymore like that they don't actually hit those those thresholds so
0: well you know i had a a wife once and she just decided to stop washing her left arm (laughs) And like I was kind of cool with it at first, but it got to the point where like it was starting to like get a little grody. Like it it started off as just wet and slimy, and then it got kind of like congealed, kind of like if you leave caramel out in the sun and it melts and then hardens again.
1: Was this, was this by any chance a blow up doll, Brian? <laughs> Are you is this like
0: So that's breakfast with your friends? (laughs) Is this one
1: was this one of those like
0: Her name was Claire and you didn't know her.
1: I didn't know her.
0: I don't want to hear any lip no. Okay. God, I can't believe I said that. That's such a stupid fifties thing to say. I don't want any lip. Yeah.
1: It's it's a weird thing to say to your like podcast co host. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear another peep out of you. <laughs> like... It's like I didn't didn't think. Kind of defeats the purpose. Didn't doesn't think it? this through. It's, you're just like this is from now on. It's breakfast with your friend. It's yeah. <laughs> such a
0: creepier podcast name. Yeah. <laughs> I know with you. with your like, Imagine if you got tired of doing this and I kept going and it was breakfast with your friend.
1: And you just crossed out the um, S on yeah. the logo.
0: And it was just like me doing these same bits but like without you there it'd be like Garfield minus Garfield <laughs> yeah, except like sadder because <laughs> it's, it's not a comic
1: It would just be you talking and laughing
0: And, like, telling nobody that I don't want any lip. (laughs) God, what a dumb thing. I'm I'm fucking done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How long have we been chatting?
0: Uh, Over an hour.
1: All right. I guess the episode is concluding. So thank you again for listening to the podcast. Yeah.
0: Episode 10. Whoop, whoop,
1: whoop, whoop. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're channeling Bert Kreischer right now. Eat,
0: eat, pray, whoop.
1: (laughs) I'm not. Don't say that. I'm sorry. You're just. That's mean. I'm sorry. You're channeling Howard Dean.
0: (laughs) I guess that's better. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. All right.
1: All All right. right. Well, we'll sign off and have a good week. We will talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.